This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving nonstop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Good morning, Bucknoters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, July 21st, 2023. I am Dave Biddle, very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker. A lot to get into. We're going to talk a lot about recruiting on today's show. But first of all, I want to talk about Big Ten Media Days kicking off on Wednesday. Jay Book in Indianapolis. All of Ohio State stuff will be on Wednesday. And then the other seven teams will go on Thursday. Um, Ryan Day will be there. JT Tumalowal, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Kate Stover. Let's start with Coach Day. What are you most curious to hear him talk about questions he's going to answer. What do you really want to hear from Coach Day? Well, he's not going to answer anything about the quarterback situation. Um, (laughs) So I would be curious, Dave, about his mindset going into the season. Where is he at mentally? Because you, he talked about it kind of uh, post-Georgia game, Dave, and he said he learned something from that game that he needs to be more aggressive in how the team feeds off his personality and how he's feeling about, you know, keeping the pedal down to the metal. The Ryan Day that we saw against Georgia Day that was out there flexing and screaming and going nuts and, you know, really had Georgia's defense in the blender there whenever he was aggressive. That's the Ryan Day that we need to see as Ohio State fans going into this year. I'm curious to know, will he carry that mindset over into this season? Because, if he is, Dave, that team feeds off him. We need the the pedal to the metal, yelling, fist pumping type of Ryan Day that's showing that energy on the sidelines because it's contagious. Now, I, I go back to this, Dave. How many times throughout the year with this football program did you see a player getting in another teammate's face to really like, hey, let's go? Fourth quarter, it's a battle. Grabbing somebody by the face mask and said, let's do this. We saw it against the Michigan players where they were on the top of the bench saying, hey, we got them, we got them. We never really saw that type of energy from this Ohio State program. So if Coach Day can lead by example, bring that high energy, bring that intensity to the field going going into this season, I think it can be contagious. I love it. I think you nailed it there. And what about Marvin Harrison Jr.? What are you most curious to hear him talk about? 
Well, obviously his goals, he, he said, you know, recently in the offseason, he wants to get to Indy um, just to kind of honor his father. So I think that's one of his goals as well as well, winning in the Belitnikoff Award. But I, I would like to hear from Marvin Harrison on the progress and the work that McCord has been doing in the offseason because that's his boy. That's his guy that they've been training together in the offseason ever since they've been in high school. So I would like to hear from Marvin from his own mouth on what to expect from Kyle McCord heading into this summer battle. JT Tuimolo-Al, what do you want to hear that big guy talk about? Can, can you just do what you did in the fourth quarter of the Penn State game all the time? Is that what you want to hear him talk about? <laughs> I mean, the, that's the thing with JT. Has the potential, we saw that day, to be an absolute All-American game record, but he needs to be more consistent. So what is he doing in this offseason to get stronger, to be more consistent um, to really take his game to the next level instead of being highs, you know, highs and lows type of guy, like keep chipping away so that come November you're playing your best football. Uh, so that's what I want to see from, from here from JT is like, hey, what did you do in this offseason to get better, to make sure that you're being more consistent on the field? All right. Now, Cade Stover, what do you want to hear from that big guy? Uh, when it comes to K, I don't, I don't, I don't know how they're going to, you know, really talk about injuries, but how's he feeling? How's that injury, you know, coming from the Georgia game? Um, is he ready to go? Maybe talk about some of the younger guys that are impressing him. Uh, you know, Cade's a, he's a rah-rah type of guy. Maybe ask him a little bit about Michigan. How does he feel, uh, going in, going into this season, losing the last two games to Michigan? I'm sure he'll give a spirited answer there, but as you start to, you know, go down the line, I love to hear about these younger guys. Think about it, Dave. When Chris Alave, those guys were talking about some of those younger, younger pups coming, they would they would mention, hey, Mecca, uh, Marvin, uh, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, and boom, turn out all of those guys are superstars. So talent recognized talent. So when you're talking to those younger guys and a younger player makes an impression on them, I take that as, hey, this little this young buck is ready to bite. And he's a guy that's making a name for himself when the older guys are talking about him. All right, let's get into recruiting. Let's switch gears here. I'm going to ask you about six guys the Buckeyes are in on. Five of them are five stars, one high four-star, that being KVA. We'll start with the high four-star. How are you feeling about the Buckeyes landing the linebacker, KVA? This one's a tough one, Dave. Uh, I can see it going either way. I know Ohio State has been on him since he was a freshman. I believe Ohio State was his very first offer. Some people say, hey, the, the allure of staying close to home is, is a pull that is pretty strong with Southern Cal. There's been some talks about some people wanted to be uh, one of him at Notre Dame. I personally think it's an Ohio State versus USC battle right now. I think this kid really likes Ohio State. If it was, if it was up to him, it would be Ohio State. But I do think that the family pool is going to make it a little bit difficult for him uh, to make that decision to go all the way across the country. But I'm going to stick with my gut. I'm going to say Ohio State here could absolutely be wrong. Uh, but I just think that it makes an impression on a kid like him who's very loyal that Ohio State was one of his very first offers as a freshman. And it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that every single camp leading up to this decision this last couple months, he's been wearing Ohio State gear at those camps. Doesn't mean that he's going to be a Buckeye, but it doesn't hurt. We start with somebody way out in California. Now we're going to go right down the road here to Springfield. What do you feel about Aaron Scott? We know he's having fun with the process, no doubt about that. You think he's going to be a Buckeye or a Wolverine? 
Man, I just can't wait until this recruitment battle is over with, Dave. Aaron Scott might go down as the most exhausting Ohio recruiting battle we've ever seen. I've never seen a kid from Ohio play this many troll games with both fan bases. I, I still say Ohio State. I know that there's a lot of talk about him being uh, the villain and, and turning the narrative, whatever they're uh, starting to say. I just think that with him deciding on his father's birthday, Ohio State being able to answer all the questions that he had for them as far as how they're going to utilize him in the defense, um, as well as giving him the ample opportunities for NIL if he decided to come to Ohio State. Combine that with the local kid, you know, Braxton Miller, D. Miller, those guys saying that they're going to go have a chat with him to make sure that he uh, stays in state with the with the good guys, so I'm still I'm still going to say Ohio State for Aaron Scott. Yeah, for those that are one, what do you mean Braxton? Braxton's originally from Springfield. For those who don't know, I'm sure a lot of people do know that. Even though he went to high school at Wayne Huber Heights, Wayne moved out there. He actually grew up in Springfield, and uh, yeah, D Miller. There was a lot of talk that D Miller and Braxton Miller were like cousins. That's not, actually not true. They're actually not related, but they <laughs> they are friends. Uh, D Miller from Springfield, obviously former Ohio State receiver. So yeah, they're. They're doing good work, and I tell you what, I like these the, the, the committed guys in the 2024 class, like the Armstrong twins and others. Those guys are like they're having fun and they're recruiting their butts off too. So I think Aaron yeah. Scott's going to be a Buckeye, but we shall see. All right, let's get right down the list here. Um, Dylan Stewart, what are your vibes on Dylan Stewart? This one right here, Dave. I I don't have a feeling one way or the other. It, it kind of teeter totters. I think we're going to find out about Dylan Stewart here in the next week. If he heads down there to South Carolina to their barbecue with a, uh, a commitment coming up very soon, that right there will be a bad sign for Ohio State. So I would say just watch what this kid does if he heads down there to that barbecue. That right there would tell me that he's most likely going to be headed there. I know South Carolina was in on, on him early. When it comes to the NIL package, they were one of the first ones to really uh, set the table on what his market value is worth having those conversations. Ohio State was playing a lot of catch up there from what a lot of people are saying, the family and stuff, they're sold on Ohio State. Larry Johnson being able to have those connections in the DMV area, that's always going to play dividends there. I know Chase Young is also helping with Dylan Stewart there whenever he uh, came on the campus. So he was able to have those conversations with him. So right now, if I had to guess, it's a coin toss. I say Ohio State, but by no means do I feel comfortable with that. I just want to see what happens in the next week if he heads down to that barbecue or not. I had a really good source tell me that the NIL has really stepped up for Ohio State here. Feeling good about yep. it. My source is feeling good about Dylan Stewart. I just want to throw that out there. So uh, we'll see. That doesn't mean South Carolina didn't come back and up their offer. Who knows? But, um, in fact, I'm sure they did. But. My source yeah. is very. My source is very confident the Buckeyes are going to land Dylan Stewart. And, and from what I've what I've been hearing, uh, Dave, when it comes to Dylan Stewart, his NIL is nothing outlandish. It's very, very reasonable. Um, some will argue even below what a top tier guy should be asking for when it comes to NIL. So for him, yes, it's going to play a role. Obviously, it's going to play a role when somebody's commanding, uh, you know, six figures on the free market. But what he's overall, his total package, what he's asking for is not anything outlandish compared to the last year crop of guys. And I'm hearing he's not trying to find the biggest bag. Not that he would turn right. it down. <laughs> it's not like right. he offers him a million. He's like, no, I just want like 200000 It's not like that. But it's like 
he's not out there trying to whoever pays me the most that's where i'm gonna go um he loves ohio state but you're right he, for some reason he he likes south carolina too so we'll see about that uh, but i i am confident the buckeyes are gonna land him all right another five-star d lineman edrick houston what's your vibe on that one jb I think he stays with Ohio State. I know there's some chatter about Alabama making a push. Um, there is. That's another guy, Dave. I mean, what's up with this? these Southern barbecues, man? <laughs> is the ribs that that good down there that their finger licking good? These kids go down there to pretty the good. South. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. And, and, and it looks like Ohio State is leading. I mean, we saw that last year, you know, with Keeley and Justice Hayes and uh, the tight end that we had. They go down there to the Alabama barbecue, and next thing you know, the tide is turned. Uh, so that's another one to watch there is just, just to make sure that this kid, even if he goes to that visit, that you're still hammering him hard. Uh, that's a lot of time in between the last time he was on campus to his commitment, which is, uh, I believe, August 22nd, 23rd, around his birthday time. Two months in recruiting world, Dave, it's almost like eight months. Uh, these coaches are hitting these kids up nonstop once the dead period ends. So I'm curious to see if he's going to make it down there to that Alabama barbecue. If he doesn't, I truly believe that this is going to be an Ohio State win. I feel much better about Houston than I do the other guys right now. Um, and if you if you venture over to the Georgia 24-7 board, they have some quotes from one of their insiders who went and visited Buford uh, High School for their scrimmage. One guy that Ohio State fans, they're not very fond of, Dylan Rayola, he's their lead recruiter. He said that Georgia's looking to take three to four more guys and Dylan listed the three guys that he's absolutely recruiting. Um, and then they also have a five-star linebacker that's not on his list. That's been crystal ball to him. That should be making a decision soon. So I think George is looking at it as they're pretty much probably out of this running with Houston. So I think it's going to come down to uh, Alabama and Ohio state for him. The question is, can the Buckeyes hold off Nick Saban? Because this is when the monster usually wakes up. Towards the end of the summer, he starts to make those moves. He gets those kids out there on his boat when they visit the barbecue, like he did Caleb Downs and his family. He gives them that one-on-one treatment. He takes them into their man to his mansion, and they got the omelet bar all set up. If you don't believe me, go go check out uh, the Alabama visits. Those are some of the things that Nick Saban does whenever those kids head down there for that barbecue. So if Edric Houston can resist heading down there. I think Ohio State will be in great shape heading into his commitment next month. Let's stay in the Peach State. Five-star safety K.J. Bolden. What's your vibe there, Jonah? This one right here is – this might be a complicated one because if you really follow this recruiting, Dave, every insider feels really good about where they stand with this kid. All of the the Ohio State insiders that cover recruiting, they're all saying Bolden to Ohio State. Georgia feels great about where they're standing with him. Now, all of a sudden, Florida State insiders believe that they're right there neck and neck with uh, Georgia. So that recruitment right there, that one is a hard one to to go. I would say Georgia probably for this one. Um, Maybe Ohio State uh, wins this one, pulls it out. But my gut says Georgia, he stays in the South on this one. Uh, But I think Ohio State really made him Think about where he wanted to go. They presented many opportunities for him as far as NIL. It's just a situation to where Georgia just lost the safety uh, in their class that they really wanted to keep. So I think they're going to do everything that they can to try to keep uh, K.J. Bowden in state. 
I've asked you about five defensive recruits the Buckeyes ran on. Let's close with an offensive recruit. Brandon Baker, number one offensive tackle in the country, five-star young man um, from California. What do you think? Buckeyes have a decent chance here or no? Great chance. Great chance. If you look, if you to believe our own Bill Curlick and a lot of the uh, Ohio State insiders, every this is another kid that everyone believes that Ohio State is in great shape with. I think this is going to come down to an Ohio State versus Oregon battle. He's an Oregon legacy. Uh, the question is, will he take another visit? He said he wasn't going to take an official visit. He was looking at potentially doing an unofficial visit. I'm not sure when Baker's supposed to decide. I don't think he's set a commitment date yet, but I think Ohio State has done enough with Justin Fry um, to get into this battle, potentially surge ahead of, of Oregon. I know the Armstrong twins, they're recruiting him fairly hard. Uh, the families and everything have vibed really well with his family from what I was reading from the Buckner's message board uh, on how things went on his official visit. So this one right here is, okay, do you want to come all the way across the country, play for a title contender, potentially be a first-round draft pick if you look at Paris Johnson uh, and be playing on a huge stage? Or do you want to follow the legacy of your family, go to Oregon, stay on the West Coast? I'm sure Phil Knight and Nike, they're going to give him a sizable NIL type of deal here. But it's just a matter of what do you want as a prospect? Do you want to compete for a national championship? Or do you want to play for a program who wants to come over to the Big Ten who's stuck out there on a cartoon network where all their games are going to be played at in the future. <laughs> That's a great way to end the show. <laughs> you want to play on the cartoon network? You want to play with the big boys? What do you want to do? Uh, I love it. That's the question. <laughs> great stuff as always from Jonah Booker. Thank you very much, Jay Book. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. We appreciate it very much. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Bye.